Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls and right into Animal Crossing New Horizons, I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's It's been a little bit since I've had to use my common was using uh, my BBBs for a second there. Uh, I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, and Horde Punching Bag. Um, I like to apologize if anybody out there is not a fan of Animal Crossing, because it's going to seep its way into this podcast for the remainder of the year. I don't know how to not talk about it, and I don't know how to stop playing it. Like the visions of Nazoth themselves, it has slowly wormed its way into our mind. I blink, <laughs> and I'm back on the island. You know, and I feel like the only way we address this is we are now officially an Animal Crossing podcast. Which is wild that we haven't really talked about it that much before this game, because I've been fucking smashed it on that GameCube version for years now. Well, I mean, it's been, what, eight years since the last real game? Like 12. Don't say that too loud. Cubby Bub will come at you with her happy home designer. That's not a real game, and she knows it. Although it did provide a lot of the nice new aspects to this game, I believe. So, Oh my god, the ability to move things is so much better. H-H- the ability to place things sucks. HHD walked so that New Horizons may run. <laughs> so Aaron, we haven't actually talked to Aaron about Animal Crossing and his review on it. Aaron, I just want to hear your review on it, because I know you're a bit of an Animal Crossing naysayer at the start, but now it seems like you're playing it a lot. What are your thoughts? I really enjoy it. The negative aspects of Animal Crossing that I previously held are still held. It is a lot of times you just need to accumulate money and not all the time is that fun. Sometimes it's like, I just like picking weed or like, I just need to fish. I need to catch bugs. And I'm used to that because I'm used to dailies and repetitive action. But I told my brother that and he was like, oh, this used to be more fun when I was a kid. My Wow, Adam, hot take from Adam. <laughs> but the biggest drawback is a thing that we've exchanged words about, and it's that previously towns were just sort of set up while you were there, and now that it's an island, people will come in every so often and like, I'll set up my business. And I think that happens far too slow. Yeah, it's definitely a slower progression, but I kind of dig that. I mean, it kind of is true to what it would be like if you were literally starting on a deserted island. So I think it's kind of cool. And yeah, it's longer, but it kind of makes it feel more worth it when you have to like wait and spread it out. And then I feel like I won't get tired of the game as fast either. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the problem WoW has a little bit where they, uh, it's almost, it's at the perfect balance where kind of WoW makes things spread out for too long. I think Animal Crossing hit just the right of time on this one where it's just like a week is hard in the beginning, but once it gets rolling, oh man, this shit's going to hit the fan soon in my island and I'm so excited. That's what I was telling Cubbybub too, is that we're all in this first week. So there's like, oh, like the cheaters who are skipping through time or like the people who are taking it one day at a time next week pretty much everything's going to come in on people's islands. And mm-hmm. so their experience will be virtually the same. Yeah. Once everything has their stuff, then like it'll all be on the same level. But that's why it's so amplified early on because everyone's like, well, I have to wait three days still. What? I want that. I want that now. 
Yeah, I mean, the war between the regular players and the time travelers has always been a thing in Animal Crossing, so... It sounds like such a post-apocalyptic movie, like, the time travelers are coming to get our bells! <laughs> well, are they the ones who keep attaching them to balloons? Because I don't know who's doing that, but I'm like, thanks, gang! <laughs> thanks, bro! Um, okay, I think we talked about Animal Crossing enough for this part. We can talk about WoW now, which I'm gonna admit, obviously... I played a lot of Animal Crossing, did not dip my toe into a lot of WoW this week, but I think that's going to be a thing that's changing because I've heard about some things that were added recently, and these sound like some good-ass changes. Mm. In particular, one that I feel like, at least for me, is very helpful. There was a big change where Blizzard just decided to change how acquiring the Essences account-wide is working. What that change was made like today, right? I think it was made pretty recently. Let me check really quick. It was four days ago. So four days ago, they removed the restrictions for role-specific Azurite essences. So poor Immune over here on his Holy Priest would have to buy a separate whole thing for his uh, Shadow Priest spec. But now, once you have that thing in the tree, so like in Agitar, like you have your healing. What is that like your little like Well of Eternity or whatever? You know, I don't exactly remember which one came from where, but I'll just say yes, because I actually do think that's right. That's fair. But so now you have all those in that tree that are available for you to get. Because before it made it, so you would have to be have a DPS spec that already had that essence, and then you can get that essence, I'm pretty sure. Now you can just go in and get it all willy-nilly, and they're all connected. Once you get that one, you have the other two that are like surrounding it for tanking or DPS or healing. For me and Aaron, it's not really a problem because we're just kind of doing DPS. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how all of these changes, I've experienced exactly zero of them because I'm DPS only and pretty faithfully on one character. Yeah, so this um, change makes it so that like the corresponding ones are unlocked, right? Right. If you get like the Condensed Life Force's DPS, then you get Resonating Elemental Heart for this tank. Thing is, I don't really know. Like that's the problem. Like I know like what mine are, but I don't know what the fuck Churning Blood of the Conquered is. Like what is that? Is it a tank? <laughs> is it a tank one? It's it's rough, is what it sounds like. Oh, I see. I guess I never really re I never really realized that the essences are different than what the power is called. I, I have noticed that, and it's always pissed me off, because like when I've been trying to find guides about which ones are best for different types of content, sometimes they call it by the essence name, and sometimes they call it by the trait name, and it's really confusing. Yeah, because just now, I, I literally just said, I don't know what Churning Blood of the Conqueror is, but that's what gives you Blood of the Enemy, which is what I use in Mythic Plus. They should just call them the same thing. I get for flavor, like, you have the Azerite Fuel Time Courts, and the Azerite Fuel Time Courts gives you the Artifice of Time. But at the end of the day, they're just fucking words that mean nothing to me. They're just my button that I press. This is me writing my personal email to Blizzard. Okay, I know you guys are a bunch of nerds, but slow it down. I'm getting confused. I'm also happy to report that I fucking got Essences of Nazoth from my Mythic Chest this week because I didn't get any last week because they didn't tell me to log into my fucking main. It's such an interesting 180 that they've done. They're like, you're never going to get your fucking Azerites on all your characters. And now it's like, guys, please, please keep playing the game under quarantine. We know that you guys are there. Now, do you think I was going to ask about that? It seems like there's been a very rapid change as far as like 
how essences on alts work and things like that. Do you think that's in response to people having more time? So it's like, oh, we got to fast track these things we were going to do in a month to right now. It seems like somewhere in Blizzard and their WoW team, they decide now is a time that we are going to be as alt-friendly as possible because all of these changes are being accompanied by, I don't know if you guys saw, but they're doing the whole like extra rep level up your mm-hmm. alts really fast stuff. The COVID buff. <laughs> COVID-19 buff. Well, well, in real life, when you catch the disease, you feel 100% worse. Now you'll feel 100% better in the world of Azeroth. Please come back. Play our game. Please, there's only two MMOs on the market, and one features Monchi cheese. And that's not us. Okay. Why have Monchi cheese made a comeback into... It was into the public consciousness? Yes, because I was on Netflix the other day, and I saw there was a Monchi cheese TV show. And I'm like, Monchi cheese were these little fuzzy bastards from like the 80s or 70s? I'm like, why are they back? What is this? Is there really an MMO Monchi cheese? Uh, I think he in, was just talking about Final Fantasy. Yeah, but. in Final Fantasy 15. Oh my god, I thought there was an actual MMMO. <laughs> oh, you a know <laughs> We need to do that. That's going to be the first. We're, now that we've gotten some clout, we can start up our game production facility, and we're going to create the first Monchichi MMO. Monchichi, Monchichi, M-M-O-R-P-G. Oh shit, we can do this, guys. <laughs> we have the theme song for the splash screen ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> see that this quarantine has brought us together that's when the ideas are really flowing you, you, Man, that's you have to get to level 43 to unlock the mouth that lets you suck your thumb oh god that's just like stuck it in there with like the hard plastic who why did they make those for children who wanted those why did they make those at all really while we're here talking about shitty 80s toys, I just want to say garbage pail kids can go huff my duff. Those were gross. I refuse to believe Gen Xers were out there like, yeah, this is the pits. My dad loves garbage pail kids. He has two, count them, two garbage pail t-shirts. He got me a garbage pail blanket for Christmas this Christmas. I'm not even kidding. It's on our couch right now. The Gen Xers love it. If you're a Gen Xer and you can explain why, please send us an email on why garbage pail kids were so big. I saw one that was like Guts Cassidy, and I swear this man was just like eviscerated holding his organs in his hand. I was like, oh, that's, that's frightening. Why, children of the 80s? Why? So Raid this week is going to be very interesting because we had some slight guild drama happening where people were, it was just miscommunication issues or whatever. We had an officer, but I guess a, a former officer at this point, because there's been a shakeup a little bit. Oh. There was an officer who was trying to set up a Nazoth kill because on raid on Wednesday, we failed to kill Nazoth as expected. Like we don't kill bosses very fast. We're pretty slow. And we, for some reason, an officer was like, oh yeah, let's just, um, let's have like a small two, three, nine run where, you know, two tanks, three healers, nine DPS, and we'll kill Nazoth tomorrow. And I saw that and I was like, that seems a little weird. We're not going to bring everybody. We're just going to do like a, like a small bit. So I, I asked that, but then I logged off because I was in Animal Crossing waiting time. And I just didn't play WoW for a little bit. <laughs> and I got tagged at like 3 in the morning on Discord. And there was just a lot of fighting over something that happened in regards to this whole uh, 239 team being formed to kill Nazoth. So you got tagged because you're one of the officers. This happened exclusively in the guild's officer chat, correct? Yeah, it was just like officers trying to figure out what the hell was going on, what this raid was. And 
I, again, I didn't know it was even a raid. Like, I didn't know what was happening. I was living on my island. So that got resolved or whatever. Come Monday, I get tagged again in Discord. And me and Ian are playing Animal Crossing. This is literally like two days ago. Oh, this is yesterday. What day, what day is it, guys? Is it Tuesday? <laughs> the magic of quarantine. <laughs> yeah, every day feels the same. I'm very confused about what day and time it is. I'm also varying levels of drunk throughout the entire thing. I haven't had to work in like seven days, so I've just been doing nothing. Um, but anyway, so yesterday I get tagged by like four different people and I'm getting messages, like private messages, like, where are you? Where the fuck are you? Lynn says, slide, where are you, motherfucker? All the caps. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me? And it turns out this raid that I had kind of heard about was planned for Monday. And apparently me and Immune were in this raid group. I was, I'm sitting here eating spaghetti watching some Netflix. Oh, I have to raid right now? What are you talking about? It was like 9.30 and 13 of us went in and we killed Nazoth, Aaron. Wait, what? What? We have AOTC. Wait, what? What happened was, I guess at some point, somebody threw on the guild calendar two separate invites, two small teams. They decided to break up our raid into two small teams, one on Monday night and one tonight. And I think the, those would be two teams to like try to face Nazoth with smaller groups, because I guess smaller groups means it's easier to kill Nazoth. You know, we hadn't been on WoW in like six days because of Animal Crossing, so we didn't see this. Also, even if I was playing WoW, I'd never really checked the guild calendar. I don't think anyone really does. I certainly do not. I don't know. If you look all on the wall right now, you're probably in uh, tonight's small group. Correct. He is in tonight's small group. This feels weird. Nazoth died in literally two pulls, but it just didn't feel satisfying because we didn't have a full raid group. Normally at the end of our tier, everyone's cheering and screaming because we literally busted our asses for like, what, fucking nine weeks just wiping and wiping and wiping and then we kind of just walked in small group and i guess we did it like i guess i i guess i got iotc it felt kind of dirty too because it felt like we were sneaking around the rest of the guild even though like i didn't plan this i didn't even know that i was expected to. and like also I, I felt kind of weird that i like i no one ever talked to me about this but they just i guess i was included in this group without being told it just, the whole thing felt weird. I didn't like it. It felt very not like our guild. I would say it wasn't sneaking around because apparently it was talked about a lot in guild chat. We only missed it because we were playing Animal Crossing. I went through the guild logs and just read chat and it was talked about a lot. So, but it still was weird that we would even break us up in half in the first place to do it. And some people who killed us off yesterday are going to help the team today. That way we get everybody AOTC. But some people, like uh, one of our druid healers, Cat, she has today off because we only need three healers. So she's like, wait, I don't have to raid tomorrow? That's great. And then Leanne was like, wait, I have to raid tomorrow? I already killed him yesterday. It's just bizarre. I don't know why we're doing it. I guess we want to get people get their loot faster because it is 470 loot, right? So it is higher eye level than usual. I... Uh... <laughs> I was very willing to have been in the first group because now I have to sit here. The only member of Do Not Relent who does who is not ahead of the curve. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go sicko mode tonight. Like, I'm going to try extra hard. It's like, guys, if we don't do this tonight, I have to wait a whole week. And then the next episode, I'll still not have it. Oh, man. 
Oh, that's right. Well, we, we, we can get you enchanted. You're going to want to change one of your talents. I was thinking about this while while we were killing the boss. Because you have on Firestarter, right? Mm -hmm. So Nazoth's only above 90% for like a second. And we chew through that like immediately, right? Like mm -hmm. we eat through that right away. If you pick the other one where it's like less than 30% of his health, you're going to be blasting that boy at the end of the fight. You're going to be scorching and fireballing so and critting him. was the fight like just super easy? You said you did it in two poles and it was yeah. apparently so underwhelming that I didn't even know about it. Basically, we, we went in the first pool, and I'm like, well, this is going to be hard. Like, we're not going to kill this guy. And we got him to face, like, his final phase on the first pool. It's brain dead easy with a small group. Huh. Every, like, the, the tentacles die really fast. Psychus? Tychus? What's yeah, the, 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 the big man who guess, we have yeah. to put in puddles. He melts downstairs. Upstairs, when you're fighting the tentacles, we were killing the thing so fast that we spent our time just twiddling our thumbs and waiting for the group downstairs to come up. I'm assuming some of that was that we had all of the big DPS. We had like Leon, we had Brio, we had Honors, all three paladins doing crazy damage. But again, those three are going to be here tonight, so it's it's going to be the same, I assume. It's just going to be just as good. That's going to be wild to kill him at like, for me, like 10, 15 p.m. I guess just like log off and go fishing in Animal Crossing. That's what we did last night, really. It, it was weird, though, because I've never really felt that the scaling of a boss's health made that much of a difference. But I think that's part of what it was as well. Once I saw it, it made sense that like this is the reason we're splitting in half because we had literally double the people in that raid than we did last night and things take so long to die so maybe it's good it just makes me wonder what are we gonna do now are we going to keep doing full clear of nihilotha and just not killing Nazoth? and then we're we gonna keep splitting up into two groups like maybe maybe they'll like eeny meeny miny mo, or like they'll put out like the king mechagon thing and it's like okay first 10 people he picks that's group one I would love it if that was the way that they fucking solved it. <laughs> First 13 people he insults, get in there. The next, everyone you else. You are not worthy. Everyone else, I don't know. Come back tomorrow. Pick a different toy, I guess. Maybe this means we're going to be running more alt runs, which sounds not the worst. I could get some alts in there, hopefully. But yeah. So I guess you're right, Aaron. I, I didn't think about the possibility of not killing him today. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> It would be so defeat. Okay, <laughs> no tea, no shade, no lemonade. Do they have the listing of who's on my team? Yeah. So I I logged on and I checked the guild calendar and it is up there, very definitely split on who's on who. So I didn't really notice that many DPS swaps. Literally, like this week, it's or today, it's you and four hundred four and one other DPS. And then we just traded out Cass and two other people. And then all the healers basically changed except for Immune. Hmm. Yeah, I'm the one that's on both, which is, I, I guess I'm flattered. But, like, I've Cat, the druid healer that we talked about, has been, like, pulling better numbers than me. They're making us a unit. That's what's happening. I don't think they're going to ask you to be at raid if I'm not going to be there. You know, that's why no one tagged you on Discord. They all tagged me and not him. I mean, also, I would get a notification on my phone if somebody tagged me on Discord. If you ever want to contact me, always contact Immune, because his phone will be on and mine will be, like, thrown away somewhere in a corner. You never go through me to get both of us. You go through <laughs> him to get both of us. <laughs>
But so I forgot to mention, at the at the end of all of this, one of the officers who organized it, he felt so bad because it just, this whole thing being organized created so many issues in that like four day period that like we were gone. We had raiders who felt like they weren't wanted because they weren't in um, a certain group. Yeah, me. On Monday. Yeah, well, you and then I guess apparently there were like guildies that were like almost crying because they felt like like they were being like rejected by the guild and I'm, that they weren't. I'm almost crying. I'm fighting <laughs> tears right now. It was so crazy because like nobody I don't nobody met any ill intent by any of their actions, but there were so many actions that were made that weren't communicated. Then even when we logged in, me and Immune on Monday, I was never asked formally to raid today. And then Lynn said God damn it, like, you weren't ass. I can't believe this. And I think the other officer saw that and just took it to heart and basically just stepped down from officer because he said that he didn't want to have to worry about this kind of responsibility. I, I get it. You want to just log in and just play the game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's fair. But then we appointed a new officer. So we have Brio's now an officer, which is interesting. Basically... All of the DPS are just moving on up. So maybe now there's room for one of you two to be promoted to officer. Clearly, Immune is a package deal with you. We can get him in on a seat. I mean, I think we're formally nominating Immune here. Do you accept? Yeah, get me in there. You've also said that your phone does, in fact, do Discord, which is a major tool <laughs> on your rise to stardom. And if you can contact me, that'd be great, because I don't want to be tagged in some of the stuff I'm being tagged in. <laughs> Who is your guys' favorite villager in Animal Crossing? My favorite villager... Like ever or currently? How about current? Let's do current villager in this current day, 2020, the year of our Lord, Animal Crossing New Horizons. A villager who you have right now in your island. Well, on okay. our island, admittedly... He, he was a matter of contention when he was brought on, but I am really liking Pudge. He's just a little orange bear with like a face like he smelt a bad duty. And canonically, we made his voice like this. And hey, it's me, Pudge. <laughs> hey, it's Pudge. Today, he came up to me. He said, a bug that lives in my house told me about a recipe. You should have it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, a bug. <laughs> a bug crawled mm. into his ear and told him about a recipe. And this man well, is. What was it a recipe of? <laughs> a, a shell fountain. Hmm. But he. Is this, he, is this man okay? <laughs> no, I th I'm worried about Pudge. He said that he can't cross the river on a stick because he's too heavy. But he lives in an area that, for the longest time, there was no way to access. So he's like, I guess I'm just stuck. Wait, is that how that works? Can they not move if there if there's no bridge across their land? I I don't. It was only for like a day that he was sequestered there, but it was like he was like, I guess I'll starve. I'm so worried. My favorite villager, Sky. I put her house on this tiny little piece of land. She's surrounded by ocean and like a river, so she can't cross to get to the town. Uh, it sounds like she's dead. So like she tried to jump across, but she didn't have the stick, and she's just like. Well, okay, so just today, my new favorite villager moved in. His name is Rex, and he's a lion, and I, I feel like he's just me if I were a villager, and also because, like, Rex is, like, one of my nicknames for a little bit, I, hmm. and also, I, I don't think I've had, like, a lion villager before, and he's just so cool. There's not a lot of them, right? There's only, like, two lions I can think of in the game. It's him and, like, some loser with glasses. Ugh. Yeah, Aww. no nerds on my island. Aww. 
Yeah, <laughs> no glasses wearing freaks on my island. Although I literally think my character is currently wearing glasses. Can we talk about the fact that fucking Cousteau, I gave him glasses and he's like, these are so manly. And he went into his house and he came back out of his house and he didn't have my glasses on anymore. I was like, you fake motherfucker, I saw you. <laughs> he took him off the minute you were out of fucking sight. <laughs> also, there fucking is- Cubbybub gave them like a fish and it's like, oh, here's a cool outfit. I gave Mira a bug and she's like, wow, a bug <laughs> and left. They're so spicy in this game. Now let's hear from my favorite wolf villager, Growlina. What up, what up, what up, party people? It's your girl growling up back on the streets, talking to Purple. Perb, would you say this whole quarantine business has increased the amount of time you play WoW? Oh, for sure. I'm playing like seven hours a day again, like I'm in college, lol. Have you taken up any new activities because of all this extra playing? Well, I'm having to head back to Classic to get my content filled. Oh god, Perb. I didn't know it had gotten that bad. We need to do something immediately. LOL. I can't have you out here headed back to Classic just to avoid boredom. Come on, we need to go run a key together or do some PvP. Okay, sounds good, LOL. Guess I've got nothing better to do. Pardon me, gang. I have to go save this man's life. Until next time, this has been Growlina. Excellent reporting, as always. I look forward to your next report. When is Carlina going to be a villager in Animal Crossing? Like, what is she waiting for? Um, uh, she's afraid of water. She's waiting for Animal Crossing landlocked plateau. You you can do no terraforming. The ground must be flat. It's Pokemon Ruby. Except that one had a lot of water. No, that was Sapphire. (laughs) Everyone knows Pokemon Ruby. They got rid of all of the water. You had to walk around the arid deserts and all the swimmers were like, I'm lost. Help. Well, speaking of help, I'll help myself to a little segment we haven't done in a while. And that's the Heroes Call Board. (laughs) Today's Heroes Call Board comes to us from Nordriana, a level 110 Blood Elf Mage. Nordriana! 110 Blood Elf Mage! We need more skimpy clothing in World of Warcraft! Oh, come on. They begin with an edit. Closing in in 400 likes in less than 24 hours? Wow, who would have thought people would have wanted skimpier clothes? Oh, wait. Huh? And admittedly, this one's very long, 
but they said if you zoom in to the old models from Warcraft 3, you'll see that the night elves are they're just wearing like battle underwear and Jaina's showing a little leg and now what is she a grandma? And then <gasps> they link to an old video that they themselves made. Warcraft 3 reports night elf model units. Ooh la la. Ooh. Also, it would be a fucking blood elf asking for skimpier clothing of all the fucking races to be asking for it. Of course. It just basically, like I said, it's a very long thing, but they're quoting. It's been in there since Warcraft one. We need to stop adhering to SJW Anita Sarkeesian politics, oh my God. which that's the first time I've heard her name in like forever. Like they actually wrote that out. Yeah. <laughs> we need to oh, stop bending our will to them. And then I watch the video and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what we like to see. Mm, look at those animations. And it's like a night elf like bending over to like pull up her boot. And it's like, oh, Ugh. you know, we have a whole segment every week where we objectify these characters. But I feel like we don't do it in that way. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to fuck them. Right. <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> I, as i take down my picture of magtheridon on my wall as i stare at our future one for today getting all horned up thinking about him and but well this person does not have a point they do not have a point they're wrong but i will say it's certainly interesting when we saw what they were wondering because if you'll remember that one part of the war campaign the night elves wore air quotes skimpier armor and we were all like, whoa, do you think there's a place for more of that in the game? So are, was that an actual quote in this uh, post or was that just you saying that? That is me saying that this person is going about it entirely wrong. But do <laughs> is there any inkling of thought behind like we need to show more skin in our armor? I like how you couldn't say it without being so, like, grossed out by it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like things like that, where it was kind of like a historic callback, then, as opposed to doing something just to be sexy, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm cool with it if we do get that sexy night elf, like, tribal armor. Because, like, they've always been, like, savagely dressed, savagely attitude elves, right? Like, give me a loincloth to slap on my demon hunter that'd be fucking sick i want to see my thighs slide through the air but like for humans and like orcs and tauren like i feel like their clothes are skimpy well orcs and tauren are skimpy just because like you know they're literal gross monsters and they can't wear regular pants we don't need to have like more like thongs and like assless chaps in the game <laughs> without reason unless unless mm, do tell no, that was a joke. Oh, I thought you were actually <laughs> gonna give us a give us a hot like. I think gnomes should wear apple assless chaps, appleless chaps. <laughs> I don't have any apples in here. Just a few oranges <laughs> and a pear. <laughs> also, you can just fucking make your clothes invisible. Stop being horny on main guy. Yeah, yeah. I just realized this is posted like. This week, right? Yeah. Like, they, well, if you saw this it, was posted within like a week and a half. Like it's been sitting on it a little bit, but it, it's still within 8.3. Yeah. So this guy could literally make any character very skimpily dressed if he wants. Not to mention that there already is a lot of Mog that is kind of skimpy that you can T-Mog into. But I want to have a new textured gold-plated thong. Just give me that. 
These are the echoes of a man who saw the night elf dance back in 2005 and became a man in that moment. He's just trying to recapture that magic. That is so unfortunate. (laughs) Well, I'll leave it at that, but I will say... At the very end of it, he does say, Reminder to everyone that this is part one of the thread. Once it reaches 400 likes and plenty of replies, I'll be making a part two, then a part three, then four, and so on until the changes are made. Well, how many likes are we at now? I think it was like 300, but I can tell you the replies (gasps) weren't very nice to this man. I Also, like, what else does he have to say in part two or four even? He's in a Paul Aethosaurus and just copy and paste his old like text with synonyms. That's all he's going to do. He's like, oh no, I didn't. <laughs> they called my bluff. I didn't have any information for two. When are we going to have more naked body showing articles that you wear on your skin? <laughs> I mean, if you look at computer role-playing army simulator Warcraft <laughs> the third, you'll see that the purple elves have less covering i would i would love to see that please please let that be how he posts it (laughs) be right back guys gotta give this boy a like we gotta we gotta power a dnr me go out there and like this stinky stinky man's post (laughs) just so that we can see what the future holds for us in part two (laughs) (laughs) i've been staring at my raider io page because I ran two mythics last night at like three in the morning. And apparently in Raider IO, you can change your description. And I changed mine a while ago to say, <clears throat> be nice to me or I'll talk bad about you on my podcast. And I'm pretty sure when you hover over somebody, like somebody can see this message, like when I join a, a group and let it be known. No one's been mean to me <laughs> since I made this my Raider IO description. It has in fact worked. I think this podcast wields more power than we actually think, guys. Well, I mean, I don't know how much power I think this podcast holds, so that might be a low bar. Wow. Hey, you guys, I just found the right spot for my time warp. (laughs) Did you forget you had (laughs) It was all a strategy and not me forgetting at all. Whoa. I'm still falling through time. I'm falling. <laughs> I'm falling down deep. Okay, so for today's time warp, I put a little chutzpah into this one. Ooh. The heroes and villains of Azeroth have been here for a while, and some of them have sired children. So when I say go, I want you to give me... All of the children of the faction leaders, new and old, that you can think of. Fuck. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Anduin. Bane Bloodhoof. Garrosh Hellscream. What is the name of Illyria and Terralian's son? Illyria chokes him for 18 minutes. Oh, yeah, and, and all vision, the visions. And it wastes all my time. Ooh, 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 ooh. Is it kind of if I say Medivh's son? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Badont. What's his name? What's his name? I think it counts. Who else has kids? Velen? Uh, immune? Immune's oh, Velen's no, son? Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Daughter? I don't remember. Um, um, okay, let's think. Very ancient anyone already. Gina Time. 
uh, a virgin. Oh, okay. Fuck. I. Oh, Thrall's got a little baby yeah. boy. God damn it. <laughs> you know what? So there's quite a few, and I will say that Sly takes it with two to Immune's one. But uh, wait, but what is? Oh, I want some more names. Give me some more names. So the ones that I had were Anduin Rin. Uh, I'm very sad that both of you missed Rakish. No, your brother. Oh, oh. Prin- Princess Talanji. Thrall's named kid is Doric. We had wait, do- it's Dork. I say it was Dork. Uh, I mean, we've also talked about this before. I think. His, his, yeah, his, his, yes, his named kid, Dork, uh, D-U-R-A-K. I had <laughs> uh, Talia Four Dragon, Moira oh Thoracian, and then her child, oh. Dagron Thoracian II. We suck. We this was you you gave us this one, Aaron. This was an easy one for us. This was our fault this time. I was like, some of them even have the share the same name, like Tess Greymane. <laughs> And then the final oh, one God. I can think of. So this one was a deep pull. I was going to be impressed if someone got this one. In Shadows of the Horde, Vol'jin name drops his son, Yeniku. Ew. Man. And, and that's all the ones. But it, it was a surprising two to one. I was sitting here looking at Cubbybub. She's like, how are they doing? I'm like, they're not getting any. Man. How do we miss Moira? That was our, that's our bitch. God damn it. How do I miss my brother? How do we miss Talanji? Like, God, okay. I'm, I deserve yeah, all even of this drink. Even when Aaron said it, I was like, Talanji, who's her? Oh, my God, Rastakhan. <laughs> you have her father's blood on your cleats. I had his tongue in my ass, and I still couldn't remember. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chug this for fucking that one up. <laughs> now that we have completely botched that time warp, I feel like we have time to bring in our new segment again. Another DN Hour Thoughts. How about you come and pull up a chair? These are DN Hour Thoughts. Well, this is the segment episode, huh? I love it because it gives us time to talk about whatever we want. Yeah, when there's not a lot of news, there's a lot of goofs. So I'll start us off this week. I have a DNR thought, and I'm going to ask you guys, what is a feature... That is not currently in World of Warcraft that you think needs to be added. Anything. Like anything that you like maybe another MMO, another game in general, or just something that you you just thought of. What is something that you would like to see? I really hate that my mind immediately goes to player housing. And it's not just because it's a thing that's wanted, but it's because I've been playing Animal Crossing with real life housing that I can afford. So I'm not gonna do that one. But let it be known that was at the tip of my tongue. Duly noted. So what is your actual response then, Slide? Does it count if the feature that we have in the game is so poorly implemented that revamping it would basically be adding in a whole new feature? Yeah, sure. Why not? Go for it. Can we fucking fix or bring in new guild features? I feel like the way that like the guild chat has been restructured is so fucking bad that doing any sort of revamp to the system is basically a whole new feature. They already made it tough to, like, for, like, permissions, and, like, it's so stupid how limited it is, like, how you can only see so many things. 
it feels like it's really constricting and it could be blown out to better proportions. Even the simple thing for like guild recruitment where I post in a guild info and I'm like, hey, join our guild. The system is so shitty. People people apply. You don't see that they applied until you like open up the guild panel. And then when you press the invite button, you don't get to see a message. You can't talk to them. So any fucking person and their mother is applying to the guild. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. Like, I don't know anything about you. I can't talk to them beforehand. And by the time I do talk to them, they're already in another guild. It's just bad. And I want it to be changed and revamped. Thank you. I agree. As far as myself, I have two kind of, but I'll do my serious one first. My big thing is I understand that different classes have different clothing groups as far as cloth, leather, male, plate. And I agree that you should not be able to slap on an actual piece of that kind that doesn't correspond with your class. Like my big beefy chest piece I should not be able to put on my small mage. However, with the magic of T-mogging, you should be able to T-mog into that. So mm. if you want to be a super cool like dual weapon dress wearing guy, you should be able to. And on the flip-flop, if you want to be decked out in big, heavy-looking armor, but then using, like, holy light to heal people, I think that's Then you're cool. a paladin. Well, I'll say, yeah, then you're a paladin. But <laughs> you could be anything. And I think it's weird that they don't allow you to mog into it when it's literally just aesthetics. Yeah, and I feel like I kind of agree with you because they've already crossed the bridge in saying that, like, you can T-Mog basically anything you have, so, like, that matches that kind of armor class. So, mm -hmm. it, it, like, wouldn't be that much more drastic to make it so that you could also collect appearances of, like, all of the different kinds of armor that you could T-Mog to. Yeah, and you have... You have holiday events, too, where, like, this is my sweater, and everyone can wear that sweater. And even compounding on that, we have sets like the Shadowlands pre-order set, which is, like, a weird plate-cloth combination that anyone can wear. And it looks awesome. I'm like, my, my priest looks so cool in this huge metal plate. Uh, we have Heritage Armor. Which, like, if you're a Dark Iron Dwarf, you're a monk fucking wearing heavy-ass plates spinning around. And with the newest recruiter friend, uh, the sweet-ass, like, explorer set, which is probably, I would call it cloth or leather, looks so cool on my human death knight. So we're already crossing that bridge very slowly. Just fucking take it to another level and make everything everybody. That would be sick. And I would hate to think if their reasoning for not is being like, well, what about those people who never collected the old things? Like, I, I don't know. They can, they can go back and get it. They can play more of the game. Yeah, that's what yeah, we do bitch. anyways. We go on T-Mog runs, so. Yeah, we have our tier one paladin set for Molten Core that we run every week. Right, guys? Every week without fail. <laughs> it's getting a little hot in here, guys. I think I need to move on to my joke one. Also... I'm just going to say it. I think we need the grand exchange from RuneScape out there. I'm tired of trading in private windows. I'm saying throw your bones, throw your meat, throw your big armor on the ground, and just whoever runs over to it picks it up. It'd be chaos, but 
It's that kind of chaos that I love. That's some old RuneScape shit. I am going to chain the fuck off this and say, if we're going with RuneScape shit, give us the fucking wildy. <laughs> Make a distinct area where we can fuck each other up. Yeah, boy. But more seriously, I guess, also to kind of to chain off of Aaron's T-Mog thing, I think it would be cool if the professions that you know make the different kinds of armor had a little control in how what they're creating looks so like maybe some like kind of custom designs that Mm -hmm. they personally can kind of like you know because you know inspired by animal crossing that'd be cool if like you could do something like that as a pattern for some of your some of the aspects of your like cloth set or your leather set that you create and I like I understand that like you know Blizzard's probably worried that people would take advantage of it and just like draw dicks, but you can kind of I, I don't know I, f- I I feel like that'd be fine. You could just report them and it'd be done. It'd be sick because you could add cool designs. You could customize all your now. What if you combined your idea with Aaron's idea? Imagine being able to wear like custom plate, like because like even being able to tweak like Nihilotha armor. Because, like, it's in this weird, like, muted, like, purple and, like, kind of like a sea green. Like, changing into, like, a white or a gold like, a paladin would be sick. And then you have the fucking mechanomes who literally no gear looks good on them because of, like, the color palette with their, like, robot arms and legs. Mm-hmm. And if you could change them to match, like, there are, like, maybe, like, three or four pieces of armor or sets of armor that look really good on them. And, like, the rest are just dog shit. And you can customize it, and you can mash them up. So I think that's a fantastic idea. And you know what else is a fantastic idea? Moving on into our sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, when it comes to the bedroom, no one can outlast this outcast. I'm talking Ooh, about good yeah. old dinky old Akama. <laughs> Tentacle face himself, the broken one. And let me tell you, we've broken a couple of bets together already. <laughs> oh, no. I was sitting here in the wings like, I'm going to make a joke about him breaking me. <laughs> mm, I love Akama. He's got all that junk in the trunk. But I don't mean his booty. I mean that hump back, baby. <laughs> oh god his great grandma humpback fucking look like a camel back there mm, provides you with all the grip that you need when you're with a comma baby you know i just love that he's like equal parts like disturbing and intimidating but like kind of sexy because like he, he's kind of built but also he's kind of terrifying have you seen his teeth Boy, have I seen his teeth. He's been giving me teeth if you catch my drift. Ooh. Not only his teeth, can we talk about this man's fungus-ass weird toenails? I have thought about this man's toenails far too many times on my Black Temple runs. They are disgusting, and they're split so weird. He has, like, four toenails, but he only has got two toes per foot. How does that work? His toenails are broken. All of him is broken. <laughs> He's such a broken man, champion. Mm, but you know what? Something about that brokenness just gives him that, like, bad boy, like appeal you know what i mean this like he's like so unwanted that he's wanted baby 
All I know is he's a bad boy who's only in it for himself. He'll sit there and y'all will get together till he's done. But he doesn't care if you're done. And you know what? Sometimes I need that kind of energy in the bedroom. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm, I like my sexual experiences unsatisfying. And if there's anything I like, it's when I load when I load into like Outland and I get to see him carrying that nasty ass axe or scythe as he stares at me. Like he is like he is what I think of when I think of BC loading screens. He's like front and center, right there, holding it down for us. What is his weapon? Is it is it like a mace type thing? It's weird. In the loading screen, it's like it seems like it's a two-handed like axe or scythe. But in game, he has he's dual wielding one-handed axes or scythes. Again, I'm not sure which it is. He is the first most purveyor of weird axe things. He's like, I got them in every style you want. <laughs> Two hand, one hand, no hand. It's I got you, baby. Ooh, no hands. His ding dong actually just looks like one of those. Ooh. It's actually horrifying. Oh. I hate that because like, the back has spikes on them. So like it's not good no matter which way you put it in. He's like, I am triple wielding these weird axes, baby. Mm. <laughs> well, with that, Akama, you are a sexiest and most sexually confusing NPC of the week. Aaron, you can bring him his award when you and Cubbybub go do some butt temple runs, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I'll just smack him in the face and he'll instantly drop to 1%. And while he's monologuing for the next five minutes, I'll just kind of slip it underneath his feet. Hell yeah. And now with that, we can move into our top two, bottom boot, medium boot of the week. I'm going to start off with the top two of the week. Two, two. And I've got a new trinket that I like to call Daddy's Goop Trinket. What is that? It's a PvP trinket that is very good. Well, okay, I say very good. It's not very good, but I like it. So it is not very good. It's a PvP trinket that sprays some, like, calm on the ground. And if your enemy stands in Daddy's Goop, it adds to their corruption level. So say that you're, like, a warrior with 40 corruption. When you stand in my goop, it increases your corruption by, like, I think 25 or 30 i'm pretty sure and each second that you're in it your corruption goes up by five so if you're a smart ass in arena and you have like 70 corruption i'm about to wreck your shit because i'm gonna bump it up to like a million and i'm gonna one shot you it also slows you so if i'm doing arenas with immune i can spray my goop under immune and it's a pretty large radius and so if he's being hit by melee it goops him and it causes all the effects of corruption to happen to them randomly, obviously. So, like, maybe the ghost man will, char- will charge into them. Or maybe, like, the tentacle thing will grab them and slow them down. It's a very interesting trinket that I feel like is, like, one of the most unique that I've seen in a while. I mean, obviously, corruption is a new mechanic, so that's also super unique. I just don't think it's very good in, like, many applications. And you can probably use better damage-dealing trinkets. But I appreciate that it exists and gives me the option to use it. So, you, you said it, it goops them. Does it gag them? Yo, it gags them. Well, actually, I think it goops them and I gag them because whenever I goop them, then I choke them to the way they stay within the corruption because they're stunned. So it goops, I gag. Are we still talking about a comma over there? <laughs> talking about <laughs> gooping while we're getting gagged. Uh, what about you, Immune? What's your top two bottom boot? Medium mute. 
Okay, I think I have to give this a medium moot because it's medium. part top two, part bottom boot. I'll start with the bottom boot. The bottom boot is the fact that this whole guild thing happened and it's still left like a weird feeling and tension. I don't like the split raid teams in general. I, I just don't like it. I, I like that we would take a, a longer than we probably should but we would all do it together and we would eventually get it and then it would be very satisfying for all of us when we down the end boss at the same time together so that's the bottom boo portion but then i guess the top two is that you know i did get aotc so i guess that's kind of cool but <laughs> i'm gonna bottom boo you over here <laughs> but it's it's really more so the bottom boot though because i i, I didn't like how all of it transpired I feel that. Aaron, what is your T-T-B-B-M-M? Well, this week, I got myself a top toot, and it comes in the form Ooh. of finally full clearing a Visions of Nazoth horrific vision, which is the one where you go inside. Visions of Nazoth. You enter Nazati. Ooh, kind of. I full cleared all five parts for the first time. And I felt uber powerful. And then I went and did it the next day. And then the day after that was Friday. And I found myself on Cinnabar Island. Please come visit us. We have a big monster. You visit me. <laughs> maybe I will. My gates have been open continuously and you haven't come over yet. So <laughs> Well, maybe I will. But that full clear felt pretty good and then they gave me a mask and i have not gone back to see what that does so was this um stormwind or orgrimmar this was stormwind i do not know what orgrimmar holds for me but all i know is that matthias shaw can suck a butt i hate his oh, thing he's the worst he's the worst one I feel like he must be easier for melee right because like it's easier to make sure that most of the eyes aren't looking at you it is pretty easy for me now, but I remember before starting off alone, like, it was fucking hard. And it's not easy because, like, I have you, and so the eyes will hit you sometimes. Like, they'll stare at you and not stare at me, <laughs> so it's nice. And with that, we're done. We're out of here. If you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, you can email us at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. Send us your DNR thoughts, and we'll read them off. And you can follow us on Twitter at donotrelentpod. What about you guys? Where can I find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can follow our literary musings at livejournal.donotrelent.com. We'll see you guys next week. Wish Aaron luck and raid tonight. We'll see if he has AOTC next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>